Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Coming up in this episode, we're going to talk about one of the good neighbor hotels at the Disneyland Resort, the Sheridan Park Anaheim. Coming up next, from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is a special edition of the Diz Unplugged, celebrating the 60th anniversary of Disneyland. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show coming to you from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Warner. Joined today by my good friends, Tom Bell. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> you guys going to drive me crazy with that. Mr. Michael Bowling. Hey there, hi there, hi there. Mr. Will Perry. I'm just happy to be here. Um, oh, you know, you're both within smacking distance. <laughs> we said it was the last show. So we, we had, had to, to do it. We got to do, do, do it. Okay. And then back in the production nook, of course, our producer, Dustin West. I'm also here. Are He's you not happy. <laughs> I'm oh I am oh sorry I am happy to be here I'm also here <laughs> so this is uh, actually folks uh, like you know as we've been saying throughout all these episodes we're pre-recording these and we're not recording them in order so this is actually the last show we're doing uh, for this it's not going to be in that order I think California Adventure is the last show that goes up with all of this but. For us, this is the last one. We have been recording for three days. Straight. Straight. Well, not all of us straight, but... Well, <laughs> gaily forward. Um, the, uh, we, we, we did four on Wednesday, five yesterday, four today. Um, so it's been, uh, been kind of crazy, but a lot of fun. A lot of fun, okay. especially just being able to kind of relive the experience. We had such a good time together out in Disneyland back in March... Uh, doing all the filming and the running around and um, it was especially nice for me to really get a chance to experience some of these off-site hotels because I normally don't I'm no, normally not in them uh, I'm normally over over at the Disneyland Hotel or the Grand California but Disneyland Hotel if I can if I can make that happen but uh, so seeing some of these and seeing the options and the fact that there are hotels off-site I would stay in was kind of a a nice revelation. But before we talk too much, why are you laughing at me? It was a revelation. It was a revelation. You know, I'm not, I'm not an offsite kind of guy. But some of these hotels, the four that we looked at, really was like, wow, okay, these are really nice. But before we get too far into our discussion of the Sheridan Park Hotel, Dustin has put together a nice little overview video to give you a taste of what it was like. Actually, Craig put this one together. Oh, okay. Well, Craig put this one. <laughs> Expect less. It'll, it'll st- yeah, it'll still be okay. <laughs> All right. A really nice look at uh, a beautiful hotel and uh, actually a hotel with a little bit of a history. That's true. If you listen to our, our view, our Disneyland Hotel episode, I talk about Jack Rather and he, how he worked with Walt Disney to build the Disneyland Hotel. 
Uh, Jack Rather owned other properties. The Rather Corporation was very diverse, but he owned other hotel properties in Anaheim and around the country. And one of them was actually this hotel. This hotel was called the Royal Inn. And for Jack, this was more of a moderate-priced hotel that also catered to families um, and was in close proximity to Disneyland. And so it was run – it was built after the Disneyland Hotel, but was run consecutively with the Disneyland Hotel. In much of the advertising, Disneyland Hotel and the Royal Inn were both advertised. Um, also, when you in this hotel, as you saw in the video, there's a lot of historic photographs of Disneyland in there, um, going back to the early days of this hotel. Um, as the rather corporation started to divest itself of its um, holdings in uh, in the 90s, um, this was one of the properties that it sold, and then ultimately became um, the Sheraton. And yeah, that was. Uh something that really really stood out to me about this property is how much at virtually every turn in this hotel it's embracing its history and that it's been there for i mean when was this do you remember, do you know when this hotel was built i don't recall but i want to yeah. say it was if i recall it was like early 60s well in the um, i'm sorry in the hallways they had you know these these photos of like opening day and really early on in in Disneyland's history and I know I just kept asking Michael what's going on in that picture what's going on in that picture <laughs> you were there you know <laughs> <laughs> wow but with uh you know one of the things that always uh impresses me when you're dealing with a property that is older uh it you know, you, you it's a real challenge sometimes to upgrade, update, and maintain the property in such a way that it doesn't feel like you're in an old hotel. And this, they certainly did right. that here. Um, the, if you didn't know that this was an older property, you would never guess from being there, walking in, the lobby, really, really nice lobby, lots of dark wood, um, open but not cavernous. And, you know, really well, very, very clean. The resort, that's one thing I really noticed about this particular property. Not that the other ones were dirty. This one was just particularly clean. And it had, um, it had a great lounge area right off of the, uh, right off of the main lobby. Yeah. That was just, you know, really, you know, I'll, I'll say it's, you know, elegant, but elegant, but intimate, mm-hmm. I think. Again, kind of very, um, very clubby with the right. with the dark right. woods and the leather chairs, and yet a lot of places uh, to sit and plug in yeah. um, in terms of either USB or or regular plug. Um, Again, this is one of the hotels that's near the convention center, right. so little, they're kind of a little bit catering to the convention business as well. So that's why you see the touches with the outlets and. Things like that. Right. Computers in the lobby. Computers in the flat lobby. screen. Computers in the lobby. To, or the Microsoft. Right. There's a there's a, a an internet station that's free for hotel guests right there in the lobby, and uh, they also had, again, right off the lobby, they had a really nice uh, grab and go mm-hmm. uh, location mm-hmm. for for quick service. That you know there was a lot of right. a lot of I've- options. Uh, I think they had all you know the, all the package terms, stuffs, but I think they were also making pizzas. They were, they were, they were yeah. There was like grill items yeah. and 
ice cream and all sorts of things. Just, Starbucks as well, right? Yeah. 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 Pizza, hot dogs, breakfast. Yeah. Uh, Will has a picture of it up yeah. on his screen. <laughs> and then a lot of good stuff. And there was a little gift shop right next to it. Correct. If you wanted to get some California chopsticks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the grounds themselves, really nice. Uh, courtyard area where the pool is uh, was was nice. It was comfortable and uh, very well landscaped. It really does kind of give you that resort that resort feel. I, I'm always um, one of the things I look for with properties like this that are in a more congested area is how well do the grounds buffer you from that experience? Right. So you know I'm. When I look at, you know, like hotels on Highway 192 here in Orlando, uh, when you can be in a, an area like that and be at a part of the hotel, a common area of the hotel that feels like it's a million miles away from that, that's a, that, that's a nice touch. And that's definitely what I felt here walking around the grounds is that, you know, there's a lot of hotels around the convention center, as Tom said, isn't too far away. So there is, there's a lot of activity around this hotel yet. Being at the pool or in the courtyard, you'd never know. You'd never know. So this uh, this property, unlike the Hilton, does have club level. So there is an upcharge for concierge. There's a concierge lounge. Um, when I went, the upcharge was very reasonable. Really? It was like $50 difference. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And how was the lounge? Oh, it was nice. Um, they had you know, a couple hot items and, and you know, the cheeses and... Veg, veggies and things like that, bar area, free 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 drinks. Uh, for breakfast, it was continental breakfast, but still very very nice. That's common in most lounges. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, and you know this. Yeah, I would go in there, and the bartender would be there, and somebody would walk in and say, "Oh, hey, Joe, how you doing this week?" So this is a hotel that people come back to. You've got and, uh, yeah repeat guests. Yeah. 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 The uh, the rooms are. Were, you know, I, I, w- I was very impressed how uh, updated these rooms were. Very comfortable. I love the rooms. Um, you know, nice, nice size, bright, airy. Um, you know, not you know, again, not tons of magical touches. Again, they're they're like the Hilton. They're they're uh, they're servicing uh, a convention audience as well as a theme park audience. But I think they do it very well. I think they thread the needle really well. Okay. Again, another hotel that has some spectacular views of the park. Um, this one r- picture we're looking at here, this room had a view of the Tower of Terror. Yeah. And it's just really... It's and a so balcony. Un- and a balcony, yes. Yeah, I would, I would go down on the balcony and watch the fireworks. This resort yeah. is definitely balcony heavy. A lot of rooms, I think most of the rooms yeah. here have balconies, whether they're theme park view or courtyard view. And the courtyard, of course, is going to have the pool as well. And uh, if if you're a fan of the Swan Dolphin, this is also a Starwood property, so the rooms are going to feel really familiar. Yeah, to you. the heavenly yeah. beds. Yeah, which can't say enough about Starwood's heavenly beds. And uh, again, as a Sheridan, you do earn mm-hmm. Starwood points, even if you're booking the package through Walt Disney Travel. You still get your Starwood points uh, for for the stay there. And uh, speaking of uh, Walt Disney Travel and the travel packages, we've been talking in all of these about the Good Neighbor package you can get. And uh, 
I've been looking at you know a week in October because October tends to be a little bit busier at Disneyland, so it's not exactly the lowest price. Certainly not peak season either. It's not the highest price. So I was just trying to get something in the middle as a representative of what uh, what you can get there. So um, the package that we've been talking about. Let me just pull up my my details here. Um, includes uh, theme park tickets for the length of your stay, park hopper tickets, uh, magic morning early admission into the, uh, the... It alternates every day, I believe. No, just Disneyland Park. Oh, just Disneyland Park. It doesn't do California? Uh, only on property. Only on property. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. Um, so early morning admission to Disneyland Park, the ESPN Zone Burger Bundle, the uh, Magical Extra Savings Card, which gives you 10 to 20% off of merchandise and food at select locations. Uh, the 5x7 Disney f- attraction photo, one 5x7 Disney attraction photo, the pin and lanyard, all included with the package. And looking at that week, looking at a week in October at the Sheridan Park for a party of four, two adults, two children. I, I priced the children out at ages 8 and 11. Twenty-two ninety-five, wow. out the door, and this is consistent with the resorts that we've been looking at as part of this event. That you know, and again, coming from here, when we start talking park tickets and you know all this stuff for a week, five days, six days. You know, I'm expecting a certain, a certain price point, and I say for a family of four, spend a week at Disneyland. That includes your park tickets, $2,300. And some nice little extras. And I mean. some nice extras, absolutely. Um, that That's a good deal. It's a good deal. And uh, I, I, this is one of those hotels, uh, when we did the Hilton, and I'm not sure where this is in relation to the Hilton show. Um, so I may be talking about the Hilton before it actually airs. But... Uh, when I we were t- doing the Hilton show, I said that the Hilton was my favorite by a little bit. This is the other one. And this is another one that I would stay at in a heartbeat. Yeah. I would not think twice about booking this hotel. Um, there's a lot to do at this property. You know, it's not just the amenities of the hotel, but there's a lot of stuff within walking distance and even connected to the hotel But even the, the, I wanted to talk about the restaurant and bar that are... Great lounge, yeah. Uh, ...attached... Um, and I know that I've eaten in that restaurant before. I don't remember when. Overland Stage Barbecue. Yes. And I know I've eaten there before. I wish I could tell you if I re- what I thought about the food, but I don't remember. But I know I've eaten there before. And if it was really that bad, I probably would right. remember. But uh, also a really cool cool bar. Yeah, it's, it's almost like a saloon or something. It's a saloon, yeah. yeah. It's kind of got that whole saloon, yeah. western feel to it. And that is literally right connected to the hotel, right next to the hotel. And there's Morton's Steakhouse or something. A Morton's, Morton's, a Morton's right. is right across the parking lot. Yep. Yeah. And then also and Molly's Kitchen is the on-property cafe that serves breakfast. Did we eat there? Oh, yeah, yeah we, we did eat there. Yeah, yeah, we did eat there. That was cool. It was like a diner. Yeah. It's like it was. was like an yeah. old 50s diner. Mm-hmm. Um, and just has a nice just a nice atmosphere to it. There's a nice ambiance to it. Now, Tom, you stayed there. Right. And yeah, I think this was probably my favorite. I did, just the rooms were familiar and comfortable, and plus that balcony with the fireworks view, you can't beat that. That's nice. You can't beat that. And how about with kids? Uh, if West was with you, what would? Yeah, maybe not. 
uh, I mean, the pool is nice. So, and it's, but it's a little bit of a walk, maybe a twenty minute walk. Uh, Art picks out right outside, right so out front, right yeah, right out front. So that's that's not an issue. So, and for those yeah. not familiar, Art is the Anaheim Resort Transit. It's a trolley that runs mm-hmm. all around the Anaheim Resort area. Five dollars a day per person, unlimited rides. So for five bucks, you hop on the Art and you go back and forth to the parks. You can go into downtown right. Anaheim. You can even go to Knott's Berry Farm on that. So, but the rooms are large enough that family would have no problem staying there. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's just staring at me. I'm staring at you. It's it's let's make Tom uncomfortable day here at the Disney on the last show. <clears throat> on the last show, um, and like I said, you know the elements of the the history that are kind of woven in. Great services, yeah. a really really nice property, incredibly well maintained. Yeah, you know, I look. Whenever I go into a property and I know it's been there for a while, I'm looking. I'm looking. How, where can I? Where can I find signs of the age? Where can I find signs of that wear? And they really have done a tremendous job of keeping this hotel in fantastic shape and very, very, very clean. Did you find that when you stayed there? That oh yeah, you, you, I mean you can't tell that the rooms are as as old as we talked about, and and you see that in some of the. The good, smaller good neighbor hotels, the, this, the lower price plan hotels, that you can tell. Oh yeah, they just threw some paint on, and and yeah. but not this one. See, one of the yeah. one of the things, one of the first signs for me here in Orlando, going into a property that I'll know if this was if this is old, is that one of two things is going to happen when you walk into the room. You're going to be overpowered. By the odor of like must, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of musty, mm-hmm. or you're overpowered by fragrance mm-hmm. because they're trying to cover up right. the must. Yeah. With a climate like the climate we have here, and this is why I mentioned this because I think people who have stayed off site in this area <sighs> may have had this experience and that may turn them off to the idea of staying off site other places or in California. In Orlando, the humidity is what brings that about. The constant humidity throughout the summer months and even in the spring and fall will we'll experience it. Is why is you know older properties have this issue. They don't have that that problem out in California. It's a dry heat. It's a dry heat. So even with the older properties, you're not going to have that problem right. unless the hotel has another issue. But it's not going to be because of that. And it's a consistent thing here. If you've got a hotel that's been there, been here for 30 or 40 years, yeah, you're going to have it. You're going to smell it. Not the case out there. So that was why you know, when I go into rooms at a hotel like this, I'm <laughs> sniffing. Is there any must? Can I smell it? Um, and again, you know, Sheridan. Uh, Sheridan's another, uh, another uh, brand like uh, Hilton that hit or miss. Hit or miss, this one's a hit. I've been in Sheridans that are phenomenal. Of course, you take a look at the Dolphin. Gorgeous hotel. Um, And I've stayed in Sheridans that were a nightmare. An absolute unmitigated nightmare. And uh, this particular Sheridan is one that definitely, definitely ranks very high on my list. It would really be neck and neck with this and the Hilton. And I know they compete directly against right. each other because they're in the you know they're the same area they're going for the same audience, and uh, 
I would say that, you know, just depending on on your preference, um, the Hilton is definitely larger and more expansive, and this one's a, a, a bit more intimate. But both have really great on-site services, beautiful rooms, very comfortable. So it's really six to five and pick them. Uh, which one you which one you go with? But you wouldn't get. I don't think you get burned either way. No. Mm-hmm. Were there any comments on the boards? Um, the only comment was that they love the the fireworks view from the balcony. Yeah, that's um, that's right. That's one yeah. of the. I, we I can't believe I forgot about that. This is one of you know one of the big selling points for this where it's located. Yeah. You absolutely can get rooms with a fireworks view. We almost went back just to take photos. Of the fireworks, the we, were yeah, we, 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 <laughs> we were just too tired that night. We were just too tired. We were so exhausted at that point. But I think we learned from this and from the Hilton that you can almost get the this level of hotel at this as the same price as one of the good neighbor hotels right across the street from from the resort. So if you're willing to walk a little bit or or take the art. You can get a much nicer hotel for a great price point. What was your What was your price point here? When I you booked think it? it was one seventy four for concierge. Um, I booked uh, courtyard view, but when I checked in, they upgraded me to the to the the fireworks view or the the park view. And would you were you able to see the fireworks oh, in the park yeah. view? Oh yeah, it's beautiful. And yeah. the. Um, you said there was a fifty dollar, basically a fifty dollar premium. Like, that was fifty dollars. So if you had not had concierge, and this was during spring break, yeah, so, hundred and twenty four dollars yeah. a night, yeah. and it's a Sheridan and a nice Sheridan this, and comfortable. And this, I think this was weekdays. I think it was like a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, or something mm-hmm. like that. Is it is it significantly higher on the weekends? Um, I my guess would be it's significantly higher during the week conventions. Oh, okay. So, again, these kind of price points. We'll throw these numbers out there, just kind of giving you a representative. Right, right. But, you know, saying this in every one of these shows, uh, prices are prices at hotels in general, but in resort areas like Disneyland and Walt Disney World in specific, are subject to fluctuate wildly based on occupancy, time of year, things like that. Um, all hotels yield their rates. And what that means is as the hotel fills up, the rates go up. And it's common practice in the industry, but something that you see happen a lot more in resort areas because they're popular and they, resorts tend to fill up. But one of the things that really does benefit people is competition. And there's a lot of competition, and it's all in a very concentrated area around Disneyland. Well, between the, the Hilton and the Marriott there, you have 2,500 rooms. Yeah. So... Yeah, and you know, and that drives that you know the competition drives down prices. Right, drives down prices. But I will tell you that uh, this experience of seeing these offsite hotels really opened my eyes to, you know, that what that experience is like and what's available, and just seeing the four of them because mm-hmm. we got a really nice cross section. Yeah, we did. Howard Johnson's residence in. Hilton and this property, a really nice cross-section, different types of properties, uh, different locations, but you know, I really saw the value in all of them. I really saw the value for different different segments of the market in, in all of them. And you know, just 
like I said, my preference is always to stay on site. It's always to stay on site. You know, I like the experience of being at the Disneyland Hotel in particular. But if it was a, if the if it was the difference between being at Disneyland and not being at Disneyland because I couldn't get on site, right? These hotels are absolutely one hundred percent worth staying at, and I certainly wouldn't give up the opportunity. I'm not going to be like, no, I'm not going to Disneyland because. You know, can't get into Disneyland Hotel. Be very happy to stay at any one of these properties, but particularly the Hilton and the Sheridan. Mm-hmm. I think would be, definitely be my first choice. Yeah, I'd be happy to stay in any of them just as well. Have, what's your guys' experience? You just want to go back to Disneyland. Well, that too. <laughs> uh, what's your guys' experience with the art transportation? Has oh, it been good? Uh, good oh, question. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, every 15 minutes <clears throat> comes around, um, art will... There's and those are the cute little trolleys, right? No, they're buses. Most are they of them are buses. Mm-hmm. There's some of them are short, shorter buses, but most of them are buses. Uh, we'll pick up probably two or three hotels and then take you to that, back to the Disneyland Resort and reverse when it when you when you leave for the night. Why uh, did I think they were trolleys? I think they may have used to be because I'm gay yeah. and I think of Judy Garland hanging off that, the back of one. That may be too. <laughs> clang clang clang. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're very reliable, right. too. Very one, one thing you want to make sure is you have your your bus ticket before you get on the bus. Because on the bus, they don't sell the one-day tickets or the three-day tickets. You can only get a one, one-way one fare on the bus, cash only. But the Sheridan Park has a has a kiosk right there. Has a, There's a vending machine, vending right, machine there, right there. Yeah. there, yeah, to get your tickets. So, And, so, cool. and it's $5 a day. Is it cheaper if you do a three-day pass? Uh, slightly, it's like ends up being like four dollars a day if you do a three day, three or five can't, day pass. Can't beat that. Yeah. No. Kids, and, kids are even cheaper. And just remember your route. Yeah, so that's yeah, the big thing. Number. We see people forget what route they're on. Oh. <laughs> There's a big old list at, at yeah. the Disneyland Resort where the where the buses pick up that tells you what what your route number is. But it's really cool because you can you can, you'll take the bus to the Disneyland Resort, but then you can grab a different route and go to. Go shopping somewhere, or go go to a restaurant, or you can explore. And for five dollars a day, five dollars a day, it's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I, I think uh, at some point, I want to go out there and do that. Stay mm-hmm. off site, and kind of fully have that experience, and kind of review that experience. Um, this for this one, you know, uh, especially you know, we're there eight days, and we're working. And I mean, when I say working, we were filming and shooting. 10, 11, 12 hours a day yeah. while we were while we were there. And so being on site, being at the Disneyland Hotel, that's, you know, that made it made sense. It would have been a lot more difficult to stay off site and be lugging equipment mm-hmm. yeah. back, and, back and forth. But that being said, the next time, I may. I don't know. <laughs> but because again... He says that now. But, you know, I think about that and I think, okay, what would that... Because I really... I, I have stayed uh, off site once. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was with my with my mom and a few other people. I think Teresa was with us, and we stayed at an, a different Sheridan that's no longer. I don't think it's a, a good neighbor hotel any. Oh, it might be the Sheridan. It's the one that kind of has the Tudor look to it. Oh yeah, no, it's not. It's not a good neighbor hotel. Okay. It, it also lost its Sheraton status. Oh, did it? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, because this was about, I think, five, six, seven years ago, yeah. maybe. It's the one located right behind Disneyland. Yeah. Behind, yeah. yeah. And we had an we had an excellent experience there. Uh, Mom had her scooter. And anytime we wanted to go to the park, they brought around a special van just mm-hmm. for us 
loaded her scooter on, took us over, gave us their number, said, whenever you're ready to come back, let us know. Uh-huh. We had really nice rooms, nice restaurant. Um, but, yeah, something, I guess it's gone downhill because yeah. in those days I know it was a good neighbor, but uh, they've, they've lost their designation. Yeah. So, But um, that was my only experience, and I'd like to maybe yeah. do it again and try it and be able to explore more of Anaheim. I've never seen. Right. There's so much in Anaheim I haven't yeah. seen. Yeah. So I think that might make you, you know, I'm trying to come up with a reason to go back. <laughs> so, you know, I've got to go cover this stuff for you. <laughs> you know, somebody's got to do it. But, uh, all right, that is going to do it for our discussion of the Sheridan Park Hotel at the Disneyland Resort. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone, and remember, go to Disneyland.